Hello, Rainomites listeners, and welcome to this very special, very timely edition of Rainomites. This is a special episode relating to our city council. There is a vacancy on the city council in Ward 5. Councilperson Neoma Jardin has resigned and left that seat open. That position is being filled by an appointment process. The current city council is going to select a replacement, and they've narrowed it down to three finalists. This is one of those three episodes with one of the finalists. The goal of this set of bonus episodes is to let people participate in the process. There are meet and greet events this coming week. That's the week of August 29th at City Hall. If you want to meet with the candidates, there's also Zoom opportunity. But if you just want to hear what these candidates are about, learn a little bit about them, I have a special episode with each of them for you to learn a little bit more and then express your preferences to the city council. Let the current city council members know who you like, who you don't, who you would like to see representing Ward 5. They want public participation in this process, and I hope that these interviews help make that public participation happen. A quick note before the interview, Renoites is a self-funded and listener-funded project and cannot exist without donations and contributions from people just like you. So if you find value in this type of interview, in this project, I would really appreciate you listening to more episodes and also spreading the word, letting people know about it. And if you have a few bucks to throw my way to help make this show sustainable, you can do that at patreon.com slash Even just a couple of bucks a month makes a huge difference. Every dollar you donate goes to helping spread the word about this show helping get information to our community, and I'm grateful for every single person who has helped make this show financially sustainable, make this show viable, let this show exist. I cannot do it without you. Again, that's patreon.com slash Thank you so much for tuning into this as well as the other two episodes and making your preferences known to the city council. Kathleen Taylor, welcome to Renoites. Thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks for having me, Connor. So you are one of the finalists for the open seat Word 5 for the Reno City Council. And the point of these interviews I'm doing with all of the finalists is to let people in the ward and in the city learn a little bit more about the finalists because there's some upcoming meet and greet sessions in the coming week. And some people might not be able to make it to those. And I just want to give people another way to learn a little bit little bit about you about the ward so to start can you just tell me a little bit about ward 5 itself so what is ward 5 and what are some of the unique issues or concerns about ward 5 that's a great question because i think it is a really unique ward because we're downtown right now and the issues and the challenges of this community are very different from the communities that you're going to get a little bit further north and a little you know up in somerset so Definitely there's a difference between the downtown folks, um, the little university district. Well, it's not little anymore, is it? And then, you know, you have the Somerset folks, too, over there. Mm-hmm. When, so when the vacancy was announced and it was decided to do that by appointment, uh, what were some of the things that you considered when you were deciding whether or not you were going to apply for it? Well, the first thing that came to mind was wow, this is an amazing opportunity. And the timing is very ironic for me personally of where I am. I ran in 2012, 10 years ago. So um, that wasn't the right time. I was unsuccessful and that was okay. But 
this is a great time for me personally. That was one of the things I looked at. Um, there were some things that I saw where I live in downtown that I would like to see some improvements on. Mm-hmm. And one of my daughters, actually, um, we were talking about some stuff uh, about a week before this happened. And she said, well, mom, are you going to keep complaining or are you going to do something about it? Because I've always taught them, hey, great, what's the solution now? Now mm-hmm. that you've had your say, get into the solution of what the problem is. So um, I started reaching out to the Addy House, um, and then this happened. So it's just very, I don't want to say coincidental, but it's its really perfect timing. Gotcha. Um, so you're going to have consi- constituents if you're selected on both sides of a lot of various issues. Um, what do you expect your approach to be with constituents who strongly disagree with you on things? Because I, you know, I watch public comment. There are a lot of people who have very, very strong opinions and they express those to our members of city council. Uh, what's going to be your approach for people who you don't see eye to eye with on certain issues? No, absolutely. That's a great question because right now I'm on um, the planning commission and I'm also on the regional planning commission. So we have very different opinions on the issues, especially when it comes to land use um, and zoning on, you have folks that are absolutely against any sort of development um, to keep this town small. Totally understand that. We have folks that are, let's invest, let's build, let's, um, you know, move forward, understand that my approach has been is I will meet and talk with everybody. And I do that. I meet and talk with developers. I meet and talk with residents. I've been on tours with residents. And um, I also am very dependent on what the experts at the city of Reno provide to us. So in my opinion, they are the experts. They do this day in and day out. And we're always provided with almost all of the information that we need at the time. And that's how I usually go about making my decisions. We do have guidelines with our findings and obviously with zoning laws and Title 18. So that's that's my approach, not just to, um, I would say, a planning commission, but a lot of things in life, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially having kids. <laughs> right. Uh, so for this seat, it, this was an appointment process, um, but I expect whoever is selected to likely run for this seat in 2024. Um, and you mentioned that you ran for city council previously. So can you just tell me a little bit more about what your experience has been with campaigning and with elections? And what do you expect this election to look like in 2024? Um, my experience in 2012 was amazing. Uh, the I loved talking to people. I loved being out and running at large. You can stop at any door, any neighborhood, any time and walk and talk to people. So that was fantastic. Um, It was hard to ask people for money. I think that's the downside of running a campaign. Uh, What it looks like in 2024, I don't have any idea. I'm really focused on the next couple of weeks. Um, People have asked, do you think you would run in 2024? And this this requires a lot of time and effort and resources of this city. So I, I would absolutely be considering it for sure. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this process itself being in the appointment versus the election? Because there was some conversation about that too. Well, it's different. Um, I've heard people say it's harder. I don't know if that's true <laughs> just because running a campaign is a lot of work. 
and especially when doing it at large, when you're going all over the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's a lot more time. I understand this process and why we had to move forward with it. And I guess it's going, it's going positively. Um, there was a lot of great candidates. That was really cool to see. Mm-hmm. And I really looked at the, at the other applicants too. And it was just really, um, I want to say heartwarming to see everything that people do in this community that you don't get to see every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that was really cool. Excellent. So let's talk about a couple issues that are Reno is facing right now. Um, so the neon line district is kind of overlapping Ward one, Ward five, but it's a big part of Ward five. Um, and there's been a lot of conversation and kind of conflict about, uh, how Reno is changing generally and around that project in particular. Can you explain your understanding of kind of what the role the city has in those type of projects? And, um, what are your concerns or hopes for that area and that project in the coming months and years? The city's role, I would like to see us be a partner with anybody that wants to invest in our city. And I would like to make sure that we get the best developments that we can for our communities. Um, Obviously, we have a community development department. We have lots of resources for people that want to invest in downtown and all over the city. I want to make sure that we are providing amenities that benefit the whole community. Mm-hmm. And what was the second part of that? Um, just g- generally your take on the the Jacobs development in general, how it's going, kind of like how how would you like to see it go, um, you know, as, as time moves forward? I would love to see more housing as everybody else. Um, and I'd like to see a mix of housing. I'd love to see personally a grocery store, mm-hmm. <laughs> some more retail. We, I like the entertainment side of it too um i like that it's getting cleaned up i'm really happy to not see the gross motels that people were living in Mm -hmm. i think that was pretty disgusting and um yeah i think um like i said any anybody that wants to invest in our community and help us have the amenities that are going to bring us clean, safe, and vibrant communities. I think that's a positive thing. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Um, Responsibility for the CARES campus has shifted to the county now, but the CARES campus was a project of both Reno, Sparks, and the county. Um, How do you think the city's doing at addressing homelessness in general and the needs of unhoused and housed people? Um, and just generally, what like approach do you think the city should be taking to deal with uh, homelessness in Reno? That's a, that's a great, great, great question. And I'm super passionate about it um, because I see it every single day. I, I mean, I live it every day. I walk out and I, there, it's right in my face. I'm walking my dogs, my kids, and I want to do better. I don't want to criticize anybody. There's only so many resources that we have, but I did watch the council meeting when we had a presentation from the the rise Mm -hmm. and the clean and safe team. Amazing. I I am so um, excited and confident that we can 
we can get there. But I think one person on the street unhoused is too many. And I see way more than that. I am very um, confident that we have the resources in this community. I'm, I'm finding out more every day about the, the programs that we have to offer as a community, and it's uplifting. That is something in the right direction. Do we need to do better? Absolutely. I think in the presentation that I heard, one of the biggest challenges is, is gaining the trust of the folks that are on the street. There's a perception, whether it's real or not, that, that these places are unsafe for them to go. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, the RISE team is out there and they're really putting the time and effort into making these real connections and building trust with people to get them the resources that they need. So I think that's an excellent approach. We need to make sure that we are we have the resources to support that. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, so your ward or this ward, Ward Five, has a kind of like densifying component downtown, but then it also stretches pretty far northwest and has kind of the uh, expanding housing dynamic. So what type of housing? Like Reno is growing, no matter what, people are coming here. Um, so Reno is going to grow. So what type of growth do you want to see? Like if Reno is going to grow, no matter what. How do you think Reno should grow? Reno is growing, and that is probably one of the biggest challenges because we have limited resources. And I think people say they want to see responsible growth. Well, everybody wants to see responsible growth. What does that look like? Mm -hmm. It's a mixture of housing. Um, We need more affordable housing. Um, that is going to help us with the housing crisis. And uh, the the challenge is a lot of people I've heard from the planning commission, they don't want new developments in their backyards. We're running out of land that's developable. Um, at the regional planning commission meeting last week, we were able to take some tier three land and move it into tier two. And I'm so excited to say that that's gonna be designated for affordable housing. That's what's gonna be coming there. Hmm. Amazing, we haven't seen enough of those projects coming in. So. We want, I mean, I think we want people to live and work where, you know, live and work and play in one place. We're seeing that in downtown Reno. We're going to have, you know, thousands of residential units coming in. We need the entertainment. We need the services. We need the recreation part of that. So I think all of our communities want to have services with them too. A big thing out in the North Valleys, we're hearing, we're seeing people, um, you know, we have a lot more residential development going out there mm-hmm. and they need the services. They need the develop, the grocery stores, the other things they want to go and eat out and they, you know, they have a great park out there. So mm-hmm. again, another thing I'm pretty passionate about. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so another issue in this ward is the university. So the university is pretty much in Ward 5. Um, and there's a lot of conversation about connecting the university with downtown. Um, can you talk a little bit about just that dynamic of how the university should grow, what those connections are between the university and downtown that you'd like to see? Well, when I went to UNR... <laughs> 200 years ago <laughs> it was a lot different <laughs> but I think we're adding a lot more student housing which is very positive um, I know 
RTC has some studies underway. The Regional Transportation Commission has some studies of how we make that linkage a little bit, um, how what that looks like. Unfortunately, that takes a lot of time. Everybody wants, you know, we want to see it yesterday, mm -hmm. right? Um, we were able to do some work when we worked on the Midtown project up at the university. I would love to see you know, safe, walkable, what the multi, uh, micro mobility lanes, mm -hmm. um, is a, is a great thing that's coming, coming to downtown Reno. I mean, I, we, 10 years ago, we would have never seen something like that. So I like, I like the pilot projects. Um, I am not sure, um, how the university crosses I-80 beautifully. Mm. <laughs> That's a challenge. It is a challenge. But there's a major infrastructure way there, too. So do we build a, a bridge all the way from the university, a skywalk? Um, I'm sure that's a, a, an idea. Is it feasible, realistic? Maybe that's a conversation for a different day. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, getting things done in city council means a lot of working together and finding common ground. Um, our current council, I think, in recent years has had a little bit of, let's say, interpersonal conflict. That's been kind of the story of our city council lately. Um, so as a potential new member of the city council, uh, what do you think that you'd bring to the council in terms of collaboration or working together or those kind of dynamics on the council? I do it every day for a living. I've made a successful business out of it, and I really take pride in that. Um, I've been doing community outreach, public engagement, stakeholder involvement, facilitation. That's what I do for a living, and uh, listening to people. On the planning commission, I work with commissioners where we have different views. We are always respectful of each other, and I'm not afraid to to learn from my commissioners too. Um, there's a lot of things that I didn't know, and by being open to hearing other people's perspectives, it's it's really been eye-opening, and I think it makes it helps you make better helps me make better decisions for sure. Mm -hmm. So I don't have one um, concern about that at all. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so you have meet and greets coming up this week uh, where folks can come and meet the finalists and ask questions. Uh, this is a shorter form of my normal podcast. so I don't have time to ask all of the questions that we would probably like to ask and we don't have time for you to answer them all. So my last question for you is in these upcoming meet and greets, um, not necessarily telling me the answers to these questions, but what questions do you want people to ask you? What are the things that you'd like to expand on? Um, what are three questions that you think uh, people should be asking you this week? Um, I, I think it's important to know why people are running. Um, I think it's important to know why you're here. Um, I think it's important to know um, what experience and knowledge you bring to the table. I think that this is, um, it, when I listen to the council and what they want, they want experience, they want knowledge, they want somebody that can come in and work well with them um, and move the city in the direction it's going. So I, I would want to know, how is that person going to do that? Mm -hmm. um, and I would like to, I would, 
I would like to know about the integrity of the person that is going to be selected because to me that's important. I think character is uh, is important in these positions. Mm-hmm. Well, in, in general, in everybody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why I tell my kids. <laughs> That was three. Was that three? What, yeah. were, what were the three? Hold on. Who you are. Oh, yeah. Why you're here. Well, why you're here. Oh, gotcha. I, I, I bundled the who you are and why you're oh, here together. Okay. <laughs> That'll work. Um, unless you have a third one. Do you have another no. one? Okay. <laughs> Deal. Well, thank you so much for, for taking the time to do this. Like I said, one of the things I'm trying to do with this show is give people just more access and more information sure. because there's people get their information in different ways. A lot of people work and can't come to the city council or you know don't have the access to view it on Zoom. Um, and I'm just hoping to give people another way to learn more about the finalists. So thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show. I really appreciate it. No, it's great. I really, I, it was great to be here. And when you say you're trying to give people more access, I think that is a great idea. And I, I think all of our information is on the city council website. My email's there. My cell phone is there. And I've only received maybe two emails and one of them was you. So <laughs> I would say reach out to us as much as you can because I'm accessible and I'm sure the other other uh, folks in this position are too. Excellent. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate the time. Thank you.